friends, my name is Gabrielle kaplan Mayer, and I'm so happy you found the Five Questions podcast. So what's this podcast all about? Well, it's created for the spiritually curious. It's questions and conversations to help you connect to your inner life. How and when do you make time and space for the big questions, for tuning into your intuition? for noticing what's happening inside and around you. I've been a spiritual seeker for as long as I can remember. I think I just came into the world, tuned in on that level. One of the most nourishing ways that I experience what feels sacred is through authentic conversation about big stuff and mundane stuff, our blessings and our fears, our hopes, our struggles, what makes us laugh hysterically, what helps us get out of bed on the days when we want to pull the covers up over our heads. On the Five Questions podcast, I talk to friends and strangers, loved ones, and people I've never met. Through the experience of asking and listening, I hope to connect with each guest on a soul level to share wisdom and just being present to each other in the short time that we're focusing on the five questions. This podcast is for people of all faiths and those of no faith, for the curious and for the skeptic. Join us, listen, and I hope you'll use the five question format to engage in conversations with people you care about in your own life. So we're going to begin with our first guest today, Alex, and um, I'm just delighted that you're here. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to have my first guest for the Five Questions podcast. Um, This is Alex, and Alex, can you share where you're calling from today? Hey, Gabby. I'm calling from North Hollywood, California. Oh, how is the weather there? It's pretty good. But the thing about Southern California weather is that it's always pretty good. So yeah. you begin to take it for granted. I know. I it's don't hard notice for it me. as much. It's hard for me being based on the East Coast to imagine being somewhere where it's always pretty good. Yeah. I kind of miss the, the crappy days, though. Yeah, I get it. All right, Alex, I'm going to ask you a really thought-provoking question to start us off. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? That is tough. tough. Yeah. I think uh, I I like to keep it pretty simple. Uh, Okay. So I like a classic vanilla rainbow sprinkles. I know it's not Mm. not fancy. It's not a it's not an impressive answer, but when I just need, you know, the basic comforts, that's what I go with. It's it's real. I don't think ice cream needs to be fancy, even though sometimes it's been made into a fancy thing. I think sure. it's like exactly what gives you that comfort. Was that something from your childhood? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So if um, I'm, I'm with people and I'm trying to impress them, I'll get like, you know, like mint chocolate chip or like moose mm-hmm, tracks or something. But mm-hmm. if it's just, if it's just for me, I don't need yeah. much more than vanilla, sh- sugar cone, rainbow sprinkles, pretty good. 
Nice. Okay. One, one quick clarification, soft serve or like a hard dipped ice oh, cream? Oh, definitely soft serve. Soft. Yeah, soft serve yeah. with rainbow sprinkles or jimmies as they call them here. Yeah. It's really, I mean, you can't get better than that. Yeah. Yeah. A creamy is what you'd call it in uh, Vermont where I was born. Oh, okay. A creamy cone. Wow. Mm -hmm. Nice. Alex, what are you thankful for today? Uh, I mean, I'm thankful to be on this call with you and uh, <laughs> to talk with you and, um, I've been kind of hectic moving around the last few days and today's my first day back in my apartment. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful to kind of like, you know, be home again. Yeah. Sometimes, especially when we're really busy and then we get that pause, um, just noticing how it feels to have some downtime is, is so wonderful. Mm -hmm. Definitely. What have you been busy with? Just, uh, well, I work in Malibu two days a week now, so I uh, stay there overnight and I get to do camping, which is really nice. Um, but just that, and then I have a bunch of different projects. You know, I'm working on a film project for myself. I'm working on an immersive theater show. Um, I help on another immersive theater show. And all of these things just require a lot of constant maintenance and uh, mm -hmm. worrying. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and there's no... You know, it's just me and my friend or coworkers propelling them. So it kind of goes on forever. There's no point in the day where I've been able to be like, okay, I've done enough and I'm done. Right, right, right. So I can imagine like just stopping and being able to give yourself that break is, is really important. Yeah. And I'm not great at that. I'm not yeah. great at that. That's a practice for sure for anyone and whatever you're doing. But I think creative people and, you know, clearly you're a self-starter in all these different and balancing lots of different creative projects. There's, um, yeah, it takes some discipline to get to where you can say, okay, it's time to stop and recharge. Exactly. Well, given all that, Alex, here's my question for you. Is there something beautiful that you've stopped and noticed over the past week or so? Yeah, I was thinking, um, so yeah, when I'm working at, down in Malibu, it's it's a long drive back home. So I uh, have tried to camp out while I'm there. And there's mm -hmm. Malibu Creek State Park. And, and ever since I've been out in LA, I haven't been able to find as many spots that I feel more at home at in terms of being outside, something that's always like brought me a lot of comfort and, and peace. And I drove into this park um, just a couple nights ago as the sun was setting. And there's just these incredible, uh, like breathtaking mountains. Breathtaking doesn't even do them justice with, um, with these incredible uh, different cliff carvings in them and this beautiful pool of water surrounded by boulders and trees and it's just so lush and just so um just so incredible that i i was hit with this feeling that i've felt many times before where it's just like it's just it's almost just too beautiful and yeah there's nothing uh there's nothing to do about it <laughs> which <laughs> which is like always kind of perplexed me and i i think that's also why you know we tend to take so many photographs more and more is yes it's just kind of seeing this uh and just there's there's nothing to critique. 
There's nothing to fix. There's nothing to solve. There's no questions. It's just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like kind of humbling, right? To mm-hmm. just experience the natural beauty in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I, it's, it's hard to just experience it and do nothing else. Yeah. I mean, cause then I find myself thinking like, all right, I want to, I want to be grateful and, and mm. I want to be present. Um, and I know like I should be feeling, I want to feel those things. So I'm telling myself to feel those things, which yeah. if you're, if you're telling yourself to feel those things, you're not necessarily actually feeling them. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, but I can I can imagine how, you know, the spot you're describing that sounds so magnificent. Like you want to respond in some way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, enjoy your being there and getting the opportunity to camp out sounds so cool. And is it, um, have you always been someone who's comfortable going out in nature and camping out by yourself or is that a new experience? That's definitely something I've always, um, that's always brought me a lot of, I was going to say comfort, but comfort's definitely not the word, but it brought me a lot of awe and, Mm -hmm. um, peace of mind. I'm definitely someone that needs to like seriously recharge alone and and yeah. have and have a space for that um and growing up there's actually this abandoned country club down a couple blocks from my house and that was uh the closest i ever felt to really having like a homeland that i could explore be completely free and there's the the grass on the green of what used to be the golf court was now like overgrowing with all these weeds and trees were growing in the sand traps and i've felt totally um i didn't have to perform with anyone and i wasn't just alone yeah. in a in a room but actually alone in like a in a in a growing living space that uh, i felt at home in and so just as you said just organic like since it was an abandoned place that nature was just doing its thing there yeah yeah, and it was amazing to watch that happen over time, and and I it ended up being abandoned for a very long time. And actually, yeah. well, you, so you live close to there. I don't know yeah. if is it still abandoned. What's going on? It's with it? still abandoned. I think Thank there God. are always rumors about developers coming in, but I drive by it periodically, and it looks pretty much like what you're describing which is amazing in, you know, a small town or a suburban area where there's constant development, like to have a piece of land that sits and, and is just able to go back to its natural state, I think is pretty unique. Yeah. And I always viewed it as like a very, very sacred space, especially because there's trees there that are, are clearly like a couple hundred years old and yes. they must have grown up before the land was, um, you know, turned into suburbia or yeah. maybe even turned into farm field. And then at the same time, you had all these new uh, plants growing on these abandoned buildings and cracks in the concrete and just getting to watch kind of like the, the past and the future of this place finally get to um, become wild again was very special. Isn't that amazing? To see, I love what you just shared. Something to become wild again, and yeah. um, what a gift that that you had that as a kid growing up. And I can hear the way it's extended to your comfort in just being out in nature and 
Um, it kind of leads me to my next question, Alex, and yeah. you may take this in a whole different direction, but my question is what helps you to feel grounded? Yeah, I think, I think that's certainly it being in spaces like that. Uh, and at the same time, you know, I, I, I'll still, um, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to, uh, I think that's a very relevant question. I, and I think I'm still very much trying to find the answer. Um, yeah. I don't know if I've found a new space like that in my life. And even, especially because now, um, you know, I have all these responsibilities that I didn't have as a kid. And, and in order to do the things that I want to do, I have to, you know, make them happen. Um, yeah. even when I'm out in nature or other places where I, I could finally relax. I, I find the checklist in my brain is still going off. Um, yeah. I, I remember I was thinking about um when I was little, my mom uh made me this little box she called the something for God to do box. Mm. And she presented to me at bedtime and how, so I guess I've always been a worrier. Oh. <laughs> And, That's so know, it, beautiful. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm so no, moved by that image. So what was supposed to go in that box? Yeah, I guess her idea was that you write down things that are keeping you up, you know, things that need to be done yeah. um, and fold it up and put it in that box and just, you know, I remember thinking like, but God can't do that. Like, I can't do these things for me. Yeah. Mm. But my mom was trying to teach me how to let go. Absolutely. And it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm hearing so much in what you just shared, Alex, about how as we transition from, you know, our adolescent years and our college years into our adult years, mm -hmm. I think for all the adults, I know it's constantly a changing process, right? Of what helps us to feel grounded as our yeah. responsibilities grow first to ourselves and then if we have a partner, our family, our responsibility to our work, as you're describing your art, you know, and so it's this idea that are we holding this all ourselves or are, are we in partnership, however you spiritually view it with God, some people like to say with the universe. Mm -hmm. And I think some people feel like when you're in the flow that you are connected to that divine energy. Yeah. And and that's what's bizarre is that um as you're saying that so you know I Yeah. I don't have I don't have responsibilities to uh, a partner right now or or, or kids or or even mm -hmm. like it, it's weird that my responsibilities are all just uh at this point like self-propelled. Um Right. And they're just kind of for themselves and so I wonder what it's going to feel like to um, add those dimensions where the stakes, you know, actually involve someone yeah. else, not just what I want to do. Well, it's pretty good practice, right? To, to f everything you've been describing about finding your balance and, and recharging and setting some limits. It's, it's pretty good to have a couple years in your life where you can do that with yourself and then, and then hope, you know, if you choose to, mm -hmm. to add those other pieces, whether it's a dog, uh, you know, a person or whatever, like the next expansion of it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. So 
I think we've been about to touch on this, Alex, but all of us at, at times, um, that grounding gives way and the struggles feel bigger and we feel kind of lost. And when you've had times where you've had a, a, a that feeling of just being lost, where do you turn to get, you know, to get back to balance? Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, I mean, I, I, I experienced that like, in, in such big and small ways, like sometimes when it's major life events that uh, are completely not what I was expecting and it could be very painful and not at all what I wanted and, and totally reshifted like what, um, you know, I was, what the path I thought I was on. Yeah. But then that can also happen uh, just kind of throughout the day as the the stresses and anxieties are amplified um even like you know almost illogically um yeah but that 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 almost doesn't matter and i i think i'm someone that experiences a lot of that <laughs> constantly mm -hmm. um and who knows what it's like to, compared to others but i used to and and uh you know try to run from that essentially and and uh numb it or or not think about it or fix it uh by doing more uh which yeah and i think i i guess i'm learning um when i'm lost like there's nowhere to go yeah and they they tell kids that the safest thing to do when you're lost is just stay put right yep so i don't know if i've found uh a good route to take aside from I'm just finding that staying um, put and just, yeah. And trusting that it, it'll pass or it'll, it'll, yep. it'll do its thing. Alex, I think there's so much wisdom in that. And the idea of running, you know, that we run so many times to yeah. cover. You mentioned anxieties or worries. Some, some people I think run from just, their feelings, you know, yeah. whether they're good feelings or bad feelings or responsibilities or, you know, whatever. And it's, um, it's so much. It's, 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 yeah. like, it's even, even beautiful feelings of, of especially yeah. like grand, grand feelings of like, oh, it's like to fully, uh, and, and I was feeling that, you know, when I was at the state park the other night, it's like, it's so beautiful. It's almost like, if I really face this, then <laughs> that just means uh, so much of like what I'm taking for granted in my life needs to be uh, mm. recontextualized. And there's, um, and just realizing like, yeah, I'm going to die. We're all going to die, yeah. but, but we're all part of this incredible thing. That's just completely beyond anything we can comprehend. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, don't, it's, it's sometimes easier to just, run from even that potentially incredible be beautiful like feeling um yeah i i wondered when you were describing that scene in malibu and the intensity of it you know i wondered if that thought had percolated a little bit because i think sometimes again we run and do and we stay busy to to um you know the deepest piece that we're avoiding is that fact that we're just mortals here, you know, and, um, 
and how when we see nature and and even when you describe those trees in the abandoned area you know the abandoned wilderness and and how yeah. our lives can feel small when we really take in the scope of the world of the universe that we're in and small in the most like beautiful way yeah and completely connected even yep even even the thought that just realizing like ultimately i am actually a part of god i'm part of the universe and no matter what anything happens everything on that scale will be okay yes um, and that it's so much more mysterious than anything we could imagine that is and that, and that just thinking realizing that it's like oh well then there's nothing I have to do. Right. Um, and that's, that's almost, um, it's like a, a spiritual power that yeah. I think uh, I, I t turn away from sometimes and, and mm -hmm. choose uh, mundanity instead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like integrating all of it, right? Because it's all this crazy experience of life that we're in there's so so much that we need to deal with on a mundane level and then there's so much on a profound level and sometimes I take comfort um the Kabbalists the Jewish mystics you know have a lot of writings about the universe existing on four different levels mm -hmm. and sort of talking from the basic kind of mundane as you described to that and sometimes it helps me to think of myself as just weaving in and out of those four levels because I don't think any human being even those Kabbalists who spent so much time in meditation and study could be in that you know super um, intense state of realizing divine connection all the time mm, what are the four levels I don't know yeah I, I have to go back i haven't studied it for some time but it's um i i'll post some some notes in the uh oh, in awesome. the in awesome. the show notes and on my blog alex so i'm going back to the mundane to get people <laughs> excited about coming to the blog and checking out the show oh it um, worked I'm, I'm very excited now oh good good we didn't plan that but yeah it is there there i mean i could explain it a little bit but there are people who've written and could explain it in such a beautiful articulate way that i will I will share that in the show notes. I hope yeah. other people are intrigued too, because I, I, it is a helpful framework, and I think it resonates. Just because you were you were just describing that without knowing that that sort of philosophy existed. Yeah, just the those different uh, zones of various yeah. levels of profoundness. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, a final question for you, Alex. Just um, first of all, I want to take a moment to say how grateful I am that we could get deep really quick. And that's um, why I'm starting this, because I think that, you know, just so often, even with the people close to us, even with our friends and family and colleagues, and, you know, we, we, stay in that busy or mundane place or overwhelmed place or anxious place. And we don't always make space for um, really sharing on a soul level. And I thought that these five questions 
would be a framework to encourage both in the podcast that, you know, I'm doing as well as to inspire people to have those deeper conversations. So thank you yeah. for going there right away. And um, my final question for you is, what's a hope you're carrying for the world? That's hard. Yeah. Um, it's a big one, huh? And it's, it's, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to be hopeful. Um, yeah. And I was thinking about that and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure because, um, I think, you know, there's, there's this, uh, phenomenon that we're all trapped in and have been trapped in for a very long time, um, that causes us to view ourselves as separate from the world and separate from each other and trying to you know, vie for domination and, and ultimately, uh, the consumption and destruction of everything. And it, that is such a deeply rooted, um, phenomenon and mindset that, um, I don't know if we'll be able to, um, collectively wake up from that in time. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, thinking about that country club. And mm -hmm. I remember seeing, you know, this uh, expanse of this huge parking lot that they had. And it was just this concrete, uh, the top of this hill. And, you know, years went by, and I was able to, I was able to go kind of grow up with that, like from the age of 14 to 21. I yeah. spent, you know, a lot of time in that space and just watching the cracks in that concrete uh, slowly ripple and watching uh, you know, the first like grass and flowers poke through that. Um, just re remembering that nature always finds a balance. And I guess the question is whether we can uh, find that balance in time. Yeah. Well, that is, you know, that is just a very truthful response. And one that I think many of us around the world are holding and, um, you know, my prayer is that people do make the changes and come together and, and, um, that, that we can act with the, you know, the sanctity for the natural world and, and for the humans in the world, the way we, the way we need to treat each other with kindness and holiness. Um, Absolutely. We, and actually, I'm, I'm thinking right now, like, um, I guess something that, uh, is a uh, hope is just even with myself, um, you know, identifying there's that, you know, larger, uh, phenomenon going on, but, um, identifying how that plays out in myself and, and how I've internalized so many of those mentalities and mm -hmm. just, but then realizing that, you know, it's within my capability, maybe not to heal the world, but I can heal myself. Yeah. And, um, being able to, yeah, just uh, heal myself and and learn different ways of being and uh, realizing all that, I think, is knowing that if I can do that, that's that's within everyone's power. That's a that's you know how we're going to be able to find the balance in time. For sure, for sure. Well, Alex, this was awesome, um, and Thank I you, am. Gabby. Wishing you all best and um, to be continued in many conversations. 
Yeah, really appreciate it, Gabby. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. Continued in many conversations. Thank you for listening to The Five Questions. I'd love to hear about the beauty, gratitude, and joy you're noticing in your day. Please be in touch. I'm at Gab Kaplan Mayer on Twitter, and you can visit me at GabrielleKaplanMayer.com for more info on my books and speaking. And if you'd like to be a Five Questions guest, you'll find a short form there to complete. Be well. Peace.